Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today, but there's a lot going on, including... There is a lot going some on. Some major opening news. New Japan, WWE, working together? What's going on here? I don't know. I don't know. The Wrestling Observer himself, though, Dave Meltzer, dropped quite a bombshell in this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter. Uh, you alluded to it. Here it is. WWE and New Japan are apparently talking about a partnership. Melser is reporting that Nick Khan has been in talks with New Japan since March or early April about WWE becoming New Japan's exclusive U.S. partner. Melser notes that he has no idea where the discussions are at currently, but if a deal is struck, it would, quote, include WWE sending talent and WWE top stars being allowed to work in New Japan. Uh, Melser adds that, quote, with Khan, the former isolationist attitude of WWE versus everyone is changing with the idea WWE is part of the wrestling landscape and not separate from the pro wrestling uh, landscape. Melzer also adds, uh, of course, a lot of this has to do with uh, AEW opening the forbidden door, working with other promotions. And I'm sure a lot of this is, well, if we could, as we, WWE, can swoop in, get a partnership with New Japan for ourselves, that keeps that partnership from happening with AEW, uh, potentially inhibits the growth on an international scale of this upstart promotion who is competition for us. Instead, we get the benefits of such a partnership. 
It's going to be a very interesting thing, obviously, to see how it plays out. Um, yeah, it's, it seems like it'd be kind of obvious that, you know, this Nick Khan guy, apparently he's got some sort of magic potion uh, uh, because things that never would have happened before seem to be happening now. Um, I mean, for both for better and worse. I mean, you know, no doubt uh, his time with the WWE might have resulted in all those layoffs we saw just this past week. You know, a reorganization of the company, how they do things, even from a production standpoint, broadcast standpoint, um, digital a, well. a digital media standpoint. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you have stuff like this. Um, you know, there was previously, you know, uh, rumored talks of uh, WWE and MLW. So, uh, yeah, it's I mean, it's a different it's a different way of approaching a similar philosophy from like the 80s when Vince was snapping up all the territories. It's like, well, I'm going to make sure nobody else is going to go national because I'm going to go national. Like this is my it's going to be my thing. So I'm going to run everybody out of business. And so, you know, this idea that, OK, well, AEW's you know, one of their one of their biggest strengths right now is, of course, the forbidden door. It's like, hey, we're going to make it look like everybody in the wrestling world is is one big, you know, unit and we're all collaborating and making things really exciting for the fans. And WWE's like, well, hold on a second. Like we really need to, you know, seemingly this uh, this con fella is 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 making Vince rethink these things. Um, and uh, and yeah, if it is if it is, hey, you know, an AW New Japan partnership could be a huge, you know, benefit to AEW's North American market share, um, then, you know, it'd be absolutely mind-blowing to do something that we had never considered doing before. I mean, that'd really blow the doors open for for fans to take another look at the WWE, um, which is a smart business move. Um, we'll see where it goes. Uh, I mean, if it's, if it's anything like how New Japan, AEW, and Impact have approached things up until this point, uh, you know, it's not, I'm not sure it's going to be like, you know, Roman Reigns versus Okada anytime soon, but it might be a couple of new Japan tag teams coming over to raw and participating in the raw tag team division and vice versa. You know, maybe some cruiserweights going over to new Japan for the junior division, you yeah. know, maybe it'll focus on NXT where Vince might feel, Hey, you know, it's not my main roster stuff and it's the stuff that the more hard, hardcore fans are into. And maybe that's where I want to play this out. Maybe this is where I want the battlefield to go. Now that we had to retreat onto Tuesdays, mm -hmm. they use NXT. So they use Finn Balor, who obviously has history there. Yes. And you maybe, maybe you can get a cross versus whoever New Japan, uh, the IWGP champion is going to be. Maybe you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's possible. I guess from the uh, the other side of it, uh, New Japan, they've had the last uh, the last rough or sorry the last year and a half for them has been a bit rough. Uh, obviously dealing with pandemic issues, um, you know, and that's going to preclude any heavy talent exchange. You would think, um, and then creatively, seemingly some missteps over the last year and a half. You know, the whole the whole thing about putting the belts on Evil mm -hmm. hasn't really worked out that well for the benefit of the company. Evil was just a, a king of pro wrestling program with Yano yeah, that was weird. less than a year after holding both those titles. Um, so, you know, I, if, if New Japan thinks, okay, you know, this we hit a bit of a rough patch. What can we do to uh, give the company a bit of a shot in the arm? Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of generating a lot of buzz, AEW would go a long way, but in terms of, of getting out there, uh, in in more mainstream discussions, 
you know, WWE is, is, you know, they're the Kleenex, the Xerox of, of wrestling. They're the name brand still. Um, and so if they want to go the course of, we want to try to get larger, a larger spotlight or a company worldwide. I mean, creatively, it, it might not be the best option, but in terms of, of growth of one's business, Assuming they don't have, there's not a uh, a clause in the deal like uh, WWE had with the 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 promotions United Kingdom. Yeah, uh, you could see the, the potential benefit for Deutsche Bank. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and you got to think on both levels. Um, you know, I mean, it's kind of like what Bischoff said in that Collision in Korea episode of Dark Side of the of the Ring. It's like, well, we want you know. I I don't see any downside to it because it's not like New Japan has a presence here in the States, certainly not the, to the degree they had in 2018 or 2017 prior to AEW. I mean, let's be honest, AEW basically ran new Japan back out of the United States. Like, I mean, I know COVID, I, I don't know where things would be, you know, if we didn't have COVID, but you know, you had basically new Japan's United States front, you know, uh, the elite, uh, as their, you know, their, their front line there here in the States, and they all disappeared. They all went to AEW. So that's like, you know, they they basically decimated. Now they got strong, which is, you know, which is great. But it's not, I don't believe, what New Japan had originally envisioned for their, you know, stateside invasion, expansion, if yeah. you will. And so um, so it's, yeah, it's just sort of, you know, growing the, the, the global brand of New Japan. But it's not like WWE has to worry about them taking over a North American market share. Um, they do have to worry about... AEW's con- uh, continued growth. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, this is a, this is this would be great for both sides. Um, it it'd certainly liven up uh, uh, WWE's product. It freshen it mm-hmm. up. Um, hopefully, you know. Hopefully, Nick Khan can use whatever uh, uh, sway he has to to help the creative on Raw. I mean, it's it's. I know SmackDown is basically their flagship show now, and it's a pretty decent show. But it's like you yeah. always, you always think that it, it, this is supposed to be your flagship show, Monday Night Raw. That's supposed mm-hmm. to be the one. It's a three-hour show. And it's the longest-running weekly show and TV or something. And like that's that. sort of honestly like that's sort of the stench right now of WWE is like, why is their main show crap? Why is it so impossible to watch? And it shouldn't be that way. You should have like excited, exciting, creative across. All your brands and mm-hmm. uh, and who knows, maybe this. And may, you, you yeah. look at the, the the raw rating is in this testament to the fact that oh my God. the creative is not good. It's so it's bad. not good. It's not good. And they can and, try and, it. They you know, can all, try all, to all make the, it. All the points that people like feel like they need to see. Guess what? They can watch on YouTube. They don't have to sit through three hours of it. You know. Yeah, exactly. There's like a million, and I, I understand that's sort of the point of like what Nick Khan has said in the uh, in the previous uh, earnings calls. You know, well, the ratings are down, but people are watching all sorts of different ways. It's like, yeah, dude, but come on, you could be pulling three million still. You could, if you're, if 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 it was must watch TV, people will still tune in live to mm-hmm. get it first because they'll they'll crave that content, and they won't be content just to sit on YouTube and watch clips or watch it either later that night Twitter. or the next day. If it's something people really want to watch, they want to watch it live and then start tweeting about it. And they, you know? yeah, it's, it's, it builds a community around that thing. Yep. People like doing yep. that stuff. Yep. Yep. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done. Well, I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, anyways, let's talk about... Uh, oof. I feel like we spent the last two weeks almost talking exclusively about SummerSlam, but we can put uh, one aspect of it uh, to rest because we got a date. We know when. It's official. We know when. We know when. So after weeks of rumors and speculation, WWE finally announced that SummerSlam will be happening mm. on Saturday, August 21st, but they didn't say from where. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their promotion did announce that they'll be re- revealing this year's host city during the pre-race show for the Belmont Stakes on Saturday, June 5th. So I first read Belmont Stakes. Mm, yeah. I was like, all right, where is that? It's in New York. Uh, I thought maybe that would be a hit. But let's keep going here. Okay. WWE also announced 21 additional live events uh, scheduled through Labor Day weekend. And that schedule could give us an indication where SummerSlam might be. Okay. So I don't know if you got an atlas or a map ready, Steve. Yeah, I got one right here. Good. So SmackDown yeah. for SummerSlam will air from Phoenix, Arizona on August 20th. So that's in Arizona. Okay, I had Arizona right here. And then the Raw after SummerSlam uh-huh. uh, will air from San Diego, California. That's Monday, August 23rd. Now there is a live event the Sunday after SummerSlam scheduled from Denver. What? Wait, they're going to go from SmackDown to Mystery Location. For SummerSlam, yeah. To Denver. And then to San Diego. And then to San Diego. So if you triangulate from Phoenix to De- to Mystery Location, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, it's entirely possible they go to Phoenix, they head up to... Denver on the way back down to San Diego to to in between San Diego and Denver is the Orange Vale Community Center across the street from my house. That's not that's way out of the way. That's way out of the way. From Um, hold on a second. From Denver to San Diego, the midway point is probably close to like uh well no NorCal is kind of That's kind well, of right well, here's there. The here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Is is you gotta? Have to, I feel like the Denver thing is a bit of an outlier. They'll fly, or you know, they'll some people who are on the SummerSlam card will probably carry that Denver show because to have talent drive from Phoenix to mystery location for SummerSlam, then to Denver, and then go from Denver to San Diego. You can't drive that in a day. That's a flight. You know, it's either going to be Vegas or Los Angeles. And exactly. I think and I think they know it's either going to be Vegas or Los Angeles. They're probably putting the final touches on exactly where it's going to be like next week. Currently, you know? exactly. Which is why they haven't announced. Yeah, they haven't made any decision evidently about where it's going to be. They just know when it's going to be. Uh, Chandra Ross Sapp 
uh, spoke to that, tweet out today, quote, I've spoken with WB higher ups who have referred to the sports business journal article that indicated a lot of venues are still on the table for SummerSlam, but it seems like it's kind of focused on the West Coast uh, or the Western part of the United States. So if it seems like locking down a date and location for this year's SummerSlam has been a bit of a mess, uh, uh, WrestleVotes reporting that is in fact the case. This is what WrestleVotes tweeted out today. Quote, there is so much wildness to this year's SummerSlam regarding date, location, and planning that's yet to leak out. I'm certainly not going to do it because, quite honestly, it's a disaster, and I don't need that blood on my hands, especially if Vegas doesn't end up happening. Very descriptive. Um, Yeah, so I guess it's just... Sit back, relax, and at the very latest, we'll find out uh, when the ponies go at it at the Belmont Stakes. I guess so, or, or before, before. But I guess here, maybe the thing, too, is, is, is you know, here in California, middle of June, we're supposed to be reopened. You know, it's like everything. Like, I saw, just saw the, the local minor league baseball stadium here. I believe we got an email from saying on the middle of June, full capacity. You know, everything's opening back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if in terms of maybe having SummerSlam in L.A. at SoFi Stadium, if they're waiting to see how certain aspects of that progress. I mean, obviously, they're not going to wait till June 15th, but maybe in terms of dealing uh, with stuff with the city, you know, Nevada, I don't know where they are exactly with reopening. Vegas, uh, I saw a thing that said Vegas is like, like... I would imagine further along than California is. Vegas is touting you can go inside casinos without masks, and the vaccination policy is, on, is the honor policy. Which is no, which means that uh, you know it's it's, it's further it's further along California. It's it's the wild um, west. But no, I, I yeah. here's the thing. Like realistically, everything's going to be full capacity at that point. I mean, I, yeah. I they're not going to wait till June for their. No, no, no. Is, I'm not. I'm not suggesting they would wait till the middle of June to announce if they're waiting for uh, L.A. I'm just saying different states are further along in terms of the reopening process. Yeah, and if, yeah. If they're holding out for a venue. They're waiting to get, you know, by the green light on certain things from certain municipalities. Potentially, I'm just trying to find an explanation why they would wait on these things. If you you think you want maximum impact, sorry, let's get this point in. You want maximum impact. You announce date place. Yeah. 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 I don't know what the uh, I mean, the only thing that we've heard in terms of like what the holdup is, is the Pacquiao fight. Right. Isn't that like that's just for Vegas. But but if it's the 21st, that's the same day as the fight. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I don't know. And, and it's it's I don't know how much influence that fight in Vegas is going to have on their decision making plans. Maybe it was Las Vegas until that that fight was confirmed that weekend, and then they were like, "Oh, we could, we might have to go back to the drawing board." It's, you know? it's I don't know. Yeah, it's entirely possible to to read into this too that there might be infighting within WWE in terms of the because I mean the two philosophies are are pretty. You know, it's like, no, we should do it, you know, uh, uh, well, I mean, if it's the same night, I mean, it would, was there, there, there was never any talk of, yeah, because the Pacquiao fight's supposed to be at the MGM, right? At the MGM Grand, something like that. I mean, I could see, I could see there being, you know, uh, different philosophies. No, we should do it the same night as the Pacquiao fight. That makes sense for some reason. I mean, maybe somebody can make that case. Or the other, you know, no, we want to stay as far away from that as possible. Let's do it in L.A., and maybe there's just a lot of a lot of politicking going on. Well, I could see the case be made to be made to have it in Las Vegas, but the day after, because people are coming into yeah, town right. for the yeah. fight. Probably, maybe they'll stay an extra day, go to SummerSlam. I could see the case that case be made fairly easily. Yeah, 
Um, having it the same day in the same city, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, so here's my thing. I don't understand that either, but I guess it's because they've already announced the date. Like, what's, you know, at that, yeah, at that point, I mean, is it just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is it, is it, they want, they have the date. They want LA because they don't want to be in Vegas, but they have to wait for LA to clear it. Or there is just two factions within WWE and one faction wants LA, one faction wants Vegas, Pacquiao fight be damned. I don't know. I don't know either. It's all weird. Who's Pacquiao fighting? Do we know? Yeah, I don't remember the name, though. I don't really yeah. follow boxing much anymore. Same. Uh, anyways, uh, let's talk about Twitch. Of course, tonight we'll be doing our live uh, SmackDown recap on Twitch. And after that, we're going to be keeping one eye during all that on AW tonight. Got the uh, TV right here. Because it is, it is the go-home for mm-hmm. uh, a Double or Nothing. But it's kind of a soft go-home because it's on a different night. It's on super late at night for the East Coast anyways. And there's yeah. really kind of just one segment that's been announced anyways that might clue us in. I'm still kind of deciding on a go-go versus Cody. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, and that weigh-in might inform us in terms of what our predictions are, but we're going to be doing our double or nothing predictions tonight live on the Twitch after our SmackDown recap. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. hang out with us. Uh, one person you can't see on the Twitch, evidently, at least for a little while, would be one Paige, former WWE Divas champion Paige. Uh, because uh, so we heard about this story during our Impact co-stream Quizzlemania Tag Team Championship celebration last night, but it seems as if Paige has in fact gotten herself banned from Twitch. Wrestling Inc. has some of the details, reporting that her stream was cut off while watching the movie Dumb and Dumber on her Twitch stream. So Twitch does allow movie watch-alongs via Amazon Prime, but apparently Paige was watching movies that were not included in Twitch's watch party function, hence the ban. Now, you might ask yourself, well, how long is she going to be banned for? Is it going to be permanent? Is it going to be uh, uh, temporary? Well, Twitch has a policy in place where uh, I believe your first uh, uh, violation will receive you a 30-day suspension from Twitch. So hopefully uh, she'll get that back because, you know, we know there was a bit of a kerfuffle when the WWE was putting the ban hammer on wrestlers going to Twitch. She says, ah, I'm going to do what I want to do. And mm-hmm. then she went to Twitch, but she's learning. You can't do whatever you want on Twitch. Yes. You, you can't you can't push the envelope too much. Yep. Yep. Like they allow they allow a lot. I've seen I've seen somebody with like 10,000 viewers watching clips, clips mind you, of 90 Day Fiance, which is a pretty big show, mm-hmm. uh and uh and they were fine. But if you're running entire catalogs of movies, that could be an issue. That's probably that's going to and and you have like thousands and thousands of of followers and and viewers and subs. That's going to turn some heads. And honestly, you're probably going to ruin it for the people who are airing stuff, you know, and, and, and being reasonable about it. Like, what are you thinking with that shit? I, don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Especially when there is a function with Twitch where you can safely. There's tons. Watch movies, and there's a lot. There's tons of movies in the we catalog. Just, just was it last Sunday? I watched Steven Seagal's General Commander. That's there. Star Trek: The Motion Picture. That's there. There's yeah. a lot of movies on there. Yeah, and there's if your lot. subs have Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. you can do that. They can watch along with you. It's a great function. You know, it is. It's pretty cool. I it's mean, actually really cool. There's ways you could do that. Um, I mean, I remember she one time she watched, and this is a bit. This is a bit 
different, I guess. Uh, I know there's probably some actual technicalities and legalities, but I remember one time she watched the entirety of Fighting with My Family or Fighting for My Family, whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, the, it's the about, her about her family. Her, her family, yeah. She might have some sort of producerial credit on it. I imagine anybody who's going to, you know, whatever the distributor it is, you know, if they have an issue with it, maybe, maybe, you know, it's like, oh, well, whatever. It's about Paige. She's watching it. Yeah, yeah. But like watching entire catalogs of movies. Like you're just asking, you're just asking for more regulation on Twitch. And right now Twitch is a lot of fun because people can do, you know, they can be a little looser with it. They can do, mm-hmm. they can play clips of other stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I don't know, man. Dumb and dumber indeed. Anyways. I don't know either. I don't know either. Let's talk about something exciting. Potential of Shaq coming back. AEW who come down the ramp say, hey, hey, I'm the new guy. I'm the new guy. Um, so during yesterday's NBA NBA on TNT broadcast, Shaquille O'Neal was asked if he might return to the wrestling, wrestling ring, to which he responded soon, soon. this summer. This is this exciting. Summer. I thought he had a great showing uh, earlier this year. Was it wasn't late last year. I remember when it was. It was great whenever it was. He did that table spot with Cody. Tons of fun. You know, it seemed like he was training. He took it seriously. Had a really fun performance. I'm excited to see Shaq back in the wrestling ring. I love Shaq. I think he's great. I don't want to see him anywhere near wrestling ring again because I don't care about that shit. I want to see good wrestlers in my wrestling ring, man. That's what I want to see. I love Shaq. Have him manage Jade Cargill. He's a big deal, and she's awesome. And all these chumps coming up to her asking her if they can offer their managerial services. I say no to that. Get Shaq Daddy to manage her. I don't want to see him in the ring. Hey, good wrestling. Yeah, I'm the new guy. I I know who you are. (laughs) I love that commercial. It is a great commercial. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. He is wonderful. Uh, Shaq's great. Uh, Let's talk Impact. Impact's also great. Uh, We did our watch along uh, co-stream last night on Twitch. Uh, lots of fun, as always. Got to celebrate our Quizzle Mania victory. It was great. Uh, here's what happened on the show. So the show opened up with Sammy Callahan dropping a promo. He's interrupted by Moose. Uh, they got some tension between them. Because Callahan's upset that the Good Brothers cost him that six-way match at Under Siege. Uh, so they have beef. Good Brothers come to the ring. Uh, Sammy and Moose fight him off. We get our main event for later in the evening. Good Brothers versus Moose and Sammy. Those Good Brothers... Also, apparently, Quizlemania tag team champions. Yeah, we're only interim champs. I guess so. We got to beat them before we're the real tag champs. Uh, TJP and Falaba defeated Josh Alexander and Petey Williams. So Who? TJP, Wait, what? 
Petey Williams. Sorry, Maple Leaf Muscle. Thank you. So uh, TJP and Josh Alexander, this is pretty exciting, have a Iron Man match coming up. However, it's on being the impact. It's not on actual impact okay. TV. So I, we did get some clarification on this. Oh. The majority of it is going to be on being the impact. What is it? Is, it, is that what it's called? Before the impact. <laughs> Damn, I think okay, we just made that impact. joke. Okay. It's going to be on being the impact. The climax and, and conclusion apparently will open impact uh, proper. Gotcha. So they're going to spare us from 55 minutes of chokeholds, rest holds. No, that's going to be a terrific. I've heard great things about that match, Same. sort of like Same. people talking about it, yeah. uh, that were witness to it. Um, that's going to be a terrific match. Uh, so I'm looking forward. Maybe uh, next week we can start maybe our impact stream a little bit earlier like than normal. 430, maybe. Yeah, 430. Yeah, we'll catch the last like 45 minutes of, of yeah, the, sure. being the impact uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, then we had Rosemary Havoc, Tennille Dashwood, uh, uh, Rachel Ellering, and Jordan Grace. Defeated uh, Kira Hogan, Tasha Steeles, Deanna Parazzo, Kimberly, and Susan. Uh, Violent by Design. They come out to address Impact. They are interrupted by Kojima yeah. making his Impact debut. And who stepped up to Kojima? Well, he stepped up to confuse Cowboy. Yeah. He challenged him to a match against all odds. And then uh, Confuse Cowboy later on accepts. Yes. Yeah. Very in, in the most. Stuff. In the most. NWA 1980s like his oh, voice his face it, it was, was made to be in the year 1986 I'm telling you it really was it really was uh crazy Steve and black Taurus defeat Johnny Swinger and Hernandez mm, yeah Johnny Swinger ain't the pin there that was a bummer daddy it was a bummer and then the main event uh Moose and Sammy Callahan could they coexist the answer is no oh. they like kept on kicking each other and stuff. Dude, Moose gave Callahan a giant boot when he had, a, I think, Anderson, and I don't know, it was like a, a pile driver position or something like that. Yeah, he was about to, he was about to set up for a package pile driver, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callahan eats the magic killer. Good brothers get the win. Probably more importantly, though, uh, uh, Brian Myers might be in a program with up-and-coming wrestler Sam Beal. Because Sam that Beal... Uh, uh, confronted Brian Myers, so we or he wandered into the into the wrong room. One of the two. <laughs> he was looking for. Well, he's like, well, I'm here, so oh, yeah, might as well. I need, I need, a, I need a a feud. Uh, what kind it. of SmackDown preview were we given today? It's two items uh, mm-hmm. announced last week: Usos versus the Street Profits. Let's see if that match Ooh, actually happens. That's a unique surprise. And then right before we started, it was announced that Ray and Dom mm-hmm. Mysterio will be defending the tag titles against Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. So the Mysterios are definitely going to win this. I wonder if they're going to let uh, Ray get like an actual pin this time because yeah. Dom's been sort of carrying that team lately. And it's going to be interesting to see if uh, uh, Dolph and Roode start to implode mm-hmm. yeah that uso stuff they the uso stuff i'm really interested in that's that's really quality stuff right there yeah it has been a really good storytelling uh i got a pretty extensive dynamite preview uh orange cassidy is set to respond to kenny omega tonight what do you think he's gonna say he's just gonna do this yeah like let's do the batista something thing. like that he's gotta put his hands in his pockets mm-hmm uh, Dark Order members Evil Uno and Stu Grayson taking on Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Oh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are going to get some momentum before their huge double or nothing loss to Sting and Darby Allen. Uh huh. Joey Janela taking on Hangman Page. Hangman Again. Page with that momentum ahead of his double yeah. or nothing win against Brian Cage. We got a couple of celebrations 
uh, celebration of the Inner Circle. Good. And I believe there's going to be a Hikaru Shida champ, uh, Women's Champion celebration as well. That's cool. They Two that celebrations in a single episode. Yes. Uh, we got Miro defending the TNT title against Dante Martin. Uh, Darby Allen versus Cesar Bononi. And of course, what I'm hoping, what I'm anticipating oh, to be the main event this segment. This has got to be the main event. Cody Rhodes, Anthony Agogo, weigh in. We have to start tracking how many contractual main event segments Cody is allotted per month, per quarter. Watch now that opens the show or something like that. As whatever, you know, uh, contractually speaking. Yeah, so where are you leaning right now on Cody versus Anthony Agogo? You know what? This This is one of two matches that I may very well have to roll the dice on something just anticipating what you're going to pick and doing the opposite. You don't want to get that belt off you. Cause I yeah. think if I just pick matches, it's sort of like not to the same degree, but sort of like backlash where I kind of have a really good sense where I think all these stories are going. The problem is you feel the same exact way. So if we make the same picks, you keep the belt. I got to take a couple of chances. So there's two matches I'm really focusing on this one being one of them that I might have to really take a chance on to try to, to get an upset here. And may I take a guess at the other one? Is it the Casino Battle Royal? The Casino uh, take- Battle Royal, you have a pretty good chance of stealing that. Because I'm I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm going with Christian Cage. That's that's yeah, my official pick. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, what is it, 10 participants? 20. Are there 20? I believe so. Oh, I, mean, I, I mean, if you look at history, the Casino Battle Royal is won by Hangman Page, I think, first, right? Or was that the Diamond mm-hmm. thing? No, that was, mm-hmm. that, that was the, the Casino Battle Royal. And yeah, then yeah. Brian Cage was, I think, the uh, he won the second one, right? And he was the uh, the vacant guy. He was the, yeah, he was the, the wild card. Yeah. The wild card. Um, you know, uh, wild card in this case. I mean, I'll probably probably go with Big Show. But again, that's probably just two WWE you know, if you take a good swing at, at a wild card and you hit it, you know. But still, if that's the problem with that, that's only going to be one confidence point. So I don't know if one confident point is necessarily going to sway things, you know. One c- In this case, it could. It because could. the least number could. of confidence points I'm going to have are on the Casino Battle Royal and Cody Agogo. Yeah. Those are the yeah. only two that I'm not entirely sure on. And if you and I are thinking the same direction on all these other matches, all you need is to, is to, to well, switch there's, up. Well, there's... There's one more match that that I'm, I'm I'm considering kind of going against what I think is going to happen. It's not Miro, is it? No. <laughs> oh, it's the Young Bucks, isn't it? Could be. Yeah, it is. Could be. Yeah, Mox and Kingston could win those, but I I think Kingston's going to eat the pin. But uh, but yeah, it would not shock me at all. Wouldn't shock me in the least if Mox and Kingston picked those titles up. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Please give this this video a thumbs up we definitely appreciate it hit that subscribe button we're on the road to 200,000 we'll get there maybe in 10 years I don't know yeah it could be hopefully sooner than that thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate it Till next time we'll talk to you later goodbye Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.